0: Good morning, family. Welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. Today is Sunday, August 23rd, and it is my great pleasure to welcome you to our service this morning. My name is Sonia Russell. I am a proud founding member and licensed practitioner here at Heart and Soul, and it is my opportunity right now to let you know how you can be more fully engaged at Heart and Soul Center of Light. I want to remind you first to let you know let us know where you are watching from or where you are zooming in from or where you are in the world joining us for our service this morning as I remind you or let you know if you're joining us for the first time that our theme for 2020 is adventures in faith expect a miracle and there's no time like the present to be deeply steeped in miracles. We are walking our way through the daily devotional and reflections of Ann Williamson with A Year of Miracles. Today is day 236, and the affirmation is, I release my negative self-concept. It's a great opportunity to work on knowing who and whose we are today, family. I invite you to stay connected in all the ways that we stay connected, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, family. Um, Instagram, Twitter, and all the ways in which we are podcasting. We invite you to be with us. I want to let you know that there will be, towards the end of our service, an opportunity to give in community, but we invite you to give at any time to heart and soul. And if you want to get more updates about what's happening here, you can get those things in your mailbox each week by signing up for our service recap. And I want to invite you into our community affirmation, which is, thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. Our practitioners are still diving deep into our Year of Miracles on Mondays from 6.30 to 7.15 p.m. Pacific Time. You can sign up at heartsoulcenter.org slash Miracles. And once you do that, you'll get a reminder each time um, we're having one of the sessions. And it's just an opportunity for us to really connect um, and have some community conversation about our processing and believing in miracles. I want to let you know that Tammy Hall is live on Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific via Facebook Live. You can find that on her Tammy Lynn Hall Hawkins page. We want to make sure that you are supporting her and make sure also that you tip generously. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Facebook, YouTube, and via podcast, we have Reverend Andriette's vlog, The Point of Power. It's designed to give you a pop on your Saturday morning so that you have what you need to make sure that you are focused on believing in miracles and on the change you want to see in the world. So make sure that you are watching, liking and sharing each week. Our adult education Ministry presents the Essential Ernest Holmes class. This course is based upon the Science of Minds Declaration of Principles, also known as What We Believe. This class is 10 Thursdays and it begins on September 17th. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. The text is The Essential Ernest Holmes. The tuition is $295. There is a structured partial payment plan available, and there is a discount if you are a member of Heart and Soul. We are grateful that the instructor is our own, Reverend Jack Elliott, uh, and we invite you into this class. It's going to be good, I assure you. The re- prerequisite for this class is a foundational level course, so the foundations or maybe the spiritual principles and practices class. And this class is a requirement for any of you who believe you to, yourself to be on the practitioner path. So make sure that you are um, taking note of this class. You can register, heartsoulcenter.org, slash essential earnest. And if you're thinking about becoming a member, now is the time. Our path to membership, virtual path to membership experience happens Saturday, September 26th from 9 to 3.30 Pacific time. And you must attend the entire session in order to become a member at Heart and Soul. But membership has its privileges, so we invite you to come and be a part of this community more fully. HeartSoulCenter.org become a member is where you can find more information and sign up. Imagining Justice is returning on Wednesday, September 16th. And in the meantime, Valerie Joy and David are reminding us to envision, empower, and protect the vote. We're asking you to make sure that you check your voter status. If you are not registered, to go ahead and get yourself registered and that you stay informed about key voting information. It is important that we are educated voters and that we vote responsibly. And Imagining Justice is also inviting you to save the date for the Urban Mindfulness Summit that is coming Saturday, October 24th and Sunday, October 25th. Additional details are unfolding, but we can let you know for sure that on Saturday afternoon, Ricky Byers will be live um, with a concert. So we ask you to just save those dates. More information is coming. Following service today by about 10 minutes, family, there is prayer. We believe in the power of prayer. We know that it works in every situation, and so we invite you into it with us. Um, Also, Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time, we also offer prayer on this same prayer line family, our beloved Reverend Andriette is our speaker today, and Melanie Demore is here being accompanied by Tammy Hall, and we are excited um, for her brand of deep soulful presence, and so we're grateful to have them with us today, family. <sighs> so at Heart and Soul, we believe in visioning, catching the vision that God has for us in the world, And this vision was revealed to us before we became a church in any configuration. And so we like to make sure that we allow ourselves to be grounded in it. So we recite it together. We are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people And together, we make a quantifiable, positive difference on the planet. And so it is. And so, family, now I just invite you to find your breath. Putting down all the things that it took to get yourself here present giving no concern to all the things that must happen after this time, simply being here now, present and available to the infinite. And in this moment, we can touch and agree and remember to remember that God is all that there is, that God is all that there ever has been and that God is all that there ever will be. This moment, this divine moment is steeped with the perfection of the infinite. It is who I am and why I am here and it is who each and every one of us is and why we are all here, God. Love, peace, the perfection of the infinite here now. And so it is from this place of knowing and trusting this place of deep abiding faith, that I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved Heart and Soul Center of Light community, knowing, trusting, believing, accepting the perfection of God being revealed in every aspect of our lives, that we know health, wellness, and vitality, that we are strong, flexible, that we remember that we are abundant, That we know that we are prosperous with money to spend save and share that we accept ourselves as loved loving and lovable and that we spread that love freely openly unconditionally because we know that love is the answer regardless of the question and so i'm giving thanks i'm giving thanks for the permission that heart and soul gives us to be our most powerful, vulnerable, confident, unapologetic, loving selves. I give thanks for this community and all that it endeavors to be on the planet. I give thanks that we are changing minds and changing lives and opening hearts. I give thanks that we have come together to be the change that we want to see on the planet and it is unfolding before our very eyes. I am grateful this day and every day, family, for the good sense to be grateful. Grateful for every hand and heart that comes together to make sure that we can be here. Our music ministry, our practitioners, our board, our beloved Reverend Andriette, I am grateful for all that we are all that we have been and all that we will be and so in perfect gratitude I simply release this word into the law I know that it is done not only because I speak this word but because it is written on our hearts and so we simply allow it to be so now and forevermore and so it is
1: Melanie Demore, thank you so very, very much. Tammy Hall, beautiful, thank you. Good morning, heart and soul. Like a bridge over troubled waters. That song is, I'm dedicating it to those who were a part of our summer school experience. And I just want to give a shout out to the summer school team in, you know, it takes a village. You can tell by the number of names we have squeezed into the slide. Our intention is that our 2020 summer school would be like a bridge over troubled waters that that each and every participant would feel lifted and protected and included in an empowering way. And so this morning, I am really using this, this notion, this metaphor of a bridge in, in two ways. One, that, that that was the core intention of our summer school work that it would serve as a bridge. And then within that, on that bridge, if you will, we called you into a forgiveness practice, reminding you of an old Chinese proverb that says that the one who cannot forgive others, that one breaks the bridge over which he himself must pass if he would indeed reach heaven, that new heaven, the one that is responsible for manifesting, for forming the new earth, our hearts' desire, our vision for the world. So the one who doesn't forgive breaks the bridge that makes that possible. There's a part of me that just wants to drop the mic. The team would be upset if I snatched this mic off and start throwing it, though. But other than that, I want to just drop the mic and stand back and go, "Huh, see?" that right there because I know you have cause just like I have cause, to not let them out of the prison in which we've been holding them. The ones that we cannot, will not, ain't gonna never forgive. But you know what it means? It means we must be the jailers. It means that in order to ensure that somebody doesn't get out of prison, out of the bondage in which you're holding them, the boundaries around your life, you gonna have to build that wall. And then you are gonna have to stay there and make sure don't nobody get out. That you don't accidentally. Have you ever been in that situation or you've seen it where, where you know, maybe at a distance, they're like, ah, and then they remember, I don't even like them no more. And the face changes and, really people? With all we have to deal with right now, we got time to be sorting people out. This is in the good pile, this is in the not so good pile. This is in the pile I'm with, this is in the pile I'm not. And you know, this is not a mountaintop teaching. There's a part of me that wants to run right over there and get my journal out right now and start working some stuff out. But I am determined just like in summer school and now, This is an invitation to crossing the bridge, knowing that we're held. So the seven weeks that we spent in summer school were not intended that they would end in a moment on at about 8, 10 on last Wednesday. We were dropping anchor. So we had seven weeks of practice that our prayer is that we continue to be in practice. Why? Because miracles do happen every day, but only if we are engaged in the practice of calling forth miracles, which we are unable to do if we are not willing to forgive. This is, to so many reasons, it's important. I'm not coming to you with a holier than thou, and we are into a morality, a sense of morality. This is not the forgiveness trip that I'm on. Forgiveness is the juice that gets it done. And there's a lot that we want done. This is an election year. This is a time when so many are, are getting ill and many are dying. We are, there's there's the fear, the contagion of fear in the environment. Forgiveness makes the difference. I ought to do, yeah, I told y'all, I'm ready for us to do the infomercial about forgiveness, but we have to know what it does first. Which means we have to be engaged in it so fully that our testimonials about our lives become the basis for the infomercial for forgiveness. Forgiveness is making the way for the miracle. The way that was prior to forgiveness that was crowded with these ideas of what we like and what we won't tolerate of others. So the question becomes are you ready? Are you ready for a miracle? That's the question for the rest of this year. The question is, are you ready for a miracle? And then parenthetically, are you willing to forgive? Because they go together. So look, the reason I am (coughs) so impassioned, (laughs) not hollering at y'all, but impassioned, the reason I'm so impassioned is because we have so much work to do. And that work has to begin, is always about changing our thinking. <laughs> every bit of work, that every, everything that we want to accomplish, begins with us changing our thinking. Why? In order to change our consciousness. Why? Because life unfolds by right of consciousness, that's why. So in order to change our lives in any way, shape or form, we must change our consciousness. Now, I want to share with you an example in nature where, well, I'm gonna, we have a video and I'm gonna ask them to play the video, but I want you thinking about right away, how does this fit in your life? This is about an Indian tiger, a white tiger, that was gifted to the United States. In fact, it was presented to President Dwight Eisenhower, and he accepted it in December of 1960, as I recall. 1960. And so, let's listen. Let's see the video. Or not. I'm. Pardon me. Let me. Let me be clear. Let's. The video is actually a man telling the story. I want you to see the picture now of the lion, Mohini, the lion, the tiger, the white tiger, Mohini. And now you can hear the story of why I am inviting this into our space right now. So I'm, I'm hoping that, that that was clear. This idea of having, you see, when we change our thinking, what. In this particular case, Mohini did not create the expanded space. It was created for Mohini. There were those who, just as the doctor said, who took up a collection, it would be like a crowdfunder now, to create the new space, but nothing had changed for Mohini. And you know, y'all know now, I'm not really talking about Mohini no more, I'm talking about you, that this is about whether we change our thinking, our environment can change, but look at here, Mohini didn't even realize the environment had shifted. And nor do we when we're not doing the work, when we're not shifting our thinking. This is why this notion of changing our thinking and leaving it changed. That's really where I'm trying to get to. I'm offering an idea of not just changing our thinking, Because we do that all the time. You know, I'm a trainer if I'm anything. And so the classes are forever filled with people who change their thinking while they're in the seat and while they're writing the assignment. The question becomes, do they leave it changed? The challenge is for all of the forgiveness work we've done, have we truly forgiven everyone, including ourselves, before you start answering including ourselves. Have we completely forgiven ourselves so that we are living free? My sense is not enough of us because if enough of us were vibrating at, the, at that level of freedom, we would have a different world. It would be the principle Actualized, of critical mass. That there are enough folks living from a vibration of freedom, of not holding anything against anyone, and thus manifesting a new heaven as a new earth. What looks like magic, or certainly manifest as a miracle. The idea here is to stay focused on what you want and know that often the only thing between you and what you want is you and your thinking and your behavior, your thinking, your feeling, and your behavior. Who you are and the universe in which you live is unlimited. I'm going to do a preacher thing right now and we'll tell you that again who you are and the universe in which you live are unlimited. This can be hard in a twin pandemic to really get and take to heart because you could be of the mind, yeah, but, in the environment is, the, is systemic racism. Yeah, but in the environment, is COVID-19. Yeah, but right here in the Greater Bay Area are fires. And it's already earthquake country. And we're all usually in a drought situation. So we could be looking at facts and distracted from truth. If we're not careful, this is why you see, This is why training our minds is so important because otherwise the facts can look like flashy objects to your little kitten at home. Just whatever's happening in the, there's another fact. And we come off of our truth knowing, our truth practice, distracted by various facts and pundits that deliver them. There is untold talent. You know, this summer in uh, our summer school, our read was Shortcut Tour Miracle. And there the writers offer us that there is untold talent and ability within you right now. Before you take the next class, I'm not discouraging you from taking a class and getting a coach and having a mentor and a practitioner. I'm not discouraging any of that. In fact, I'm encouraging it. It can only help. But I want you to know that where you are beginning, this place where you are right now, you have talent and ability that is waiting for fuller expression. Most of us have not scratched the surface of what we are capable of. And it's important to know the authors say that there are limitless opportunities for your expression of the talent you already have. So it might be that the coaching is to support the unlocking of that, which is really your awareness of it, your awareness of it and your willingness to engage it. Here's here's the thing, much like like when when we plant a seed, For whatever it is we desire, for flowers or food or or, or shrubbery, whatever it is that you're planting the seed around, it's going to require the proper environment that's already pre-existing or you're going to have to create... See, the environment may or may not already be existing you are responsible for ensuring that the environment required for the seed you're planting, that that happens. Whether it was there when you started or got the idea, George Washington Carver, about planting that, you will have to create the environment for its sustenance, for its survival, for it to thrive. Likewise, you are also responsible for the nourishment. Now, when we talk about your thoughts or when we talk about your dreams and your visions and your greatest, your heart's desire, the nourishment is your thinking. Are your thoughts not just in alignment with your intention, your vision, your goal your dream not just is it in alignment but is it feeding it is it giving it something useful beneficial for its growth and ability to thrive and then likewise the environment is your emotional state are you engaged in a contagion of fear and doubt If so, that's the environment in which your dream is steeping. That's what's happening. And that can begin to explain to us why we are not manifesting in the ways that we intended or we hoped for usually. Because intention is a higher vibration than hope and try and want. There's something else that must happen. Continue. We must continue to support the changes we've already made. You see, those of us who were engaged in summer school, we had a seven-week immersion. But it's not stopped is what I'm saying. We must continue to support the changes we've made, which translates to how we see ourselves. At least you see yourself now as someone who could focus for seven weeks on something that mattered. That doesn't, that's not the same as binging for two, three seasons. But focus on something that matters. It's about how you see yourself, your beliefs and your actions, how I'm thinking and how I'm being. And also in there is how I'm feeling, how I'm be, how I'm thinking how I'm feeling, and thus how I'm being. Be aware this trained mind idea is rich with possibilities in terms of being aware, conscious of how I am. Am I forgiving in this? Oh, the dreams that go unfulfilled because we will not get out of our own way because we're determined to be right rather than be happy and be available to the divine expression. You see, when we can do this, when we can or when we're willing, because we always can, but when we're willing and we actualize our change in thinking and supporting it as a continuous process, that's what puts us in the flow of infinite good. Every time we are unforgiving, every time we are blaming, every time we are all of those emotions that do not support the environment required for the fulfillment of the dream. Every time we do that, we're out of the flow. It's like if I'm in the flow now, and when I think, just here I am, out of the flow. The flow is still going on. But now I'm over here having it out with somebody. I'm over here getting somebody told. And then when I come to myself, and I go, oh, my goodness, and I, maybe I apologize, or, you know, I apologize to me and to them, and I get that cleaned up, bam, back in the flow. Here it is. And then something happened, I hit and I hopped out again. Cause now I got to, I, I'm wrestling with me. Now I'm I'm disappointed in me and I have to take me aside and discipline me and have a time out, if not whip me a bit. Whatever it is that we do to ourselves in our unforgiveness takes us out of the flow. And then voila, I'm back in the flow once I let go. Yes? So as we begin moving in this direction, the direction of our good and our our best, it becomes easier and easier to live a life of miracles, also known as stay in the flow. Because we can begin to feel the energetic shift when we're off center, yes. But if we don't know that, we're just doing what we do. Anytime somebody does that, it pisses me off, and I, off I go. But if you if you once you realize that that being off gets you out of the flow, it becomes there becomes a point. I'm counting on there being a point. It's all like a switch within you, that clicks that says, Oh no, I'm not gonna be out the flow, because I know what that cost me. Oh no, and you you not that important. This situation, this circumstance is not so important that it can take me out of the flow and I'm going to be all right with that. Yes? Here's the deal. Forgiveness is the answer. This is why I'm wanting us to get this infomercial together. Whatever the question is, forgiveness is the whole answer, at least a part of it. It's the answer to letting go of the resentment. And I'm not saying you don't have cause for resentment. I'm saying you can't afford it. You have justification. You just cannot afford it. Yes? Self-forgiveness is the answer here to letting go of guilt. See, that's, an infomer- that's part of the infomercial right there. That's going to be the testimony. The ones who let go of the guilt when they forgave themselves. Ooh. Forgiveness, I want you to hear this quote. Forgiveness entails the authentic acceptance of our own worthiness as human beings. That's like your entry point there. The understanding that mistakes are opportunities for growth. It's not evidence that you're a bad person or that you're unworthy. Awareness and the cultivation of compassion and the realization that the extension of love to ourselves and then others is the glue that holds the universe together. Now, now that you've heard that quote, my sense is that your mind can then extrapolate and come up with, oh, now I understand the problem. Now I understand what we've gotten ourselves into because we haven't forgiven and as such, we are, not ho- we are not in the universe, in the frequency, in the balance, in the way that is intended and possible. Forgiveness is not a set of behaviors that anybody's going to give you a list. It's not like if you do this and don't do this, but it's an attitude. Dr. Martin Luther King said that as well. That it's an attitude, and it requires consistency. I'm going to remind you that all of this is about training your thought. At some point that your response is, I'll just forgive. At a point at which you, at some point in the past, this is why I'm pointing way back here, you would have gotten a big stick or gathered some friends. Oh, we're going to see about this. Maybe now. At this point in your life, at this point in your evolution, you will choose to forgive. What we going to do about this? We going to forgive. Please don't misunderstand. Forgiveness is not the wimp's path. Forgiveness is not what we do because we can't fight. Forgiveness is not what we do because we know they could beat us up. Forgiveness is not what we do because we can't think of nothing else. Forgiveness is our first choice from a trained mind of understanding how the world gets to be the way it is. Forgiveness is not acting like that didn't happen. Forgiveness is not to be confused with denial or pretense. Forgiveness is saying, is weighing it out. (laughs) What's worth it here? Do I want to get into the fray? And let's say I do. Well, I pretty much do. Yeah, I do. And sometimes, okay, even a minister. Just like, no, we're just getting ready to have it out. But then I want, I'm hoping I come to myself before I consider a weapon of any kind, including my tongue, that I come to myself and consider forgiveness. Forgive me for even getting in this situation. That's number one because I had options all along. Why am I on me? So, yeah, I am for good reason. I had options all along. So be- I begin by forgiving myself for considering a lesser option. And then I forgive. I just put forgiveness over everything, you know, like a, some kind of grease or something. Just put it on everything. Just on all of it, I'm going to forgive them. I'm going to forgive, the, just forgiveness over all of it. And just see if I can't transmute the anger, the resentment, whatever the emotions are that are not nurturing the desired outcome. I want to make sure that I bathe them in Forgiveness because I don't know any other way to transmute, to transform in a way that ensures the new heaven actually manifests as a new earth. And the new heaven is always our divine idea. It's It's our greatest yet to be. It's our heart's desire. It's the good of the world. It's our prayers often unfulfilled because we aren't the ones we aren't willing to become the ones who can bring that new heaven into manifestation as a new earth because we're all hooked up in there we're not we haven't transformed in a way so here's the thing when it comes to a spiritual practice the authors say they think you'll find something within you urging you to continue they're suggesting six weeks. We've just done a seven week. But begin now counting again the support practice. What is it that you must do? The spiritual practice. Consider meditation for however long. It can, you can meditate for hours at a time. But you could also do a 10-minute meditation. For some of us who are, for those who are just beginning You could do three minutes of of stillness. Trust me, that will make a difference. And then at some point, it could be a 20 minute. It could be a 30 minute. I'm not trying to sell any particular practice. I'm just saying you, stopping the action long enough to be in in the vibration of the divine, to just center yourself and allow... allow you to receive whatever can be. It's going to take some practice. But initially, just the stillness will make a difference. So the idea that I'm inviting you to is for the next six weeks that you begin a practice of consistency, the meditation, prayer. Find someone with whom you can pray or record your prayer and listen to it. I often do that. My smartphone is smart. Because I can record and then I can play it at night. Sometimes I'll go to sleep or, 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 or when I first uh, get in bed, I'll play it. And just so that that's my last, those are my last thoughts. And in my own voice, just know when it's your own voice, your subconscious has no resistance whatsoever. It's that same inner voice it's been hearing. So there's, there's the meditation and the prayer and you know affirmations get thee an app because all through I had thought I would bring my phone up but it has a little light flashing on it and they don't like me to have my phone out in public like that but every few minutes I get an affirmation and they're all I mean I I haven't there's so many of them that I it's not like I can anticipate yet what's next but I love that I'll look over on my phone and it'll be like yeah and often You know when you get into the groove of something as you begin to shift, the sinking that begins to happen, this notion of being in the flow. So I'm sometimes up to some shenanigans and I'll see the little affirmation and go, "Mm." it'd be like, you know, back in the day when your mama would give you the look. So my affirmation kind of gives me the look and I go, oh, you know, it's the, and I say to myself, you know better. And that little message is just changing my life in ways that before I can cut a groove in behavior that I really do not want manifested. I have another idea. I am training my thought because what? Trained thought is way more powerful than untrained thought. And the idea here is the regularity and consistency. So it's affirmations that just we use them all the time in ways to transform our thinking. The authors say of Shortcut to a Miracle that regularity and consistency are the most important elements of any personal spiritual practice. Prove them wrong. Do your little consistent and regular spiritual practice and see. Here's my concern is that if we go about just business as usual, if we just keep doing what we've always done, we are gonna end up with what we already have. And I'm gonna vote against having that be just our continuous experience because we can do better. And we can do better because we have the tools, the resources to engage and exercise in ways that not only transform our inner world, what I call my personal universe, but also this new earth that we're talking about, this new earth that we are calling forth. Here's the bottom line. We must all learn to live together as brothers and sisters. This is Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. He says, if we don't do that, we will perish together as fools. And I don't think you need me to paint a picture of what perishing together as fools looks like. Because I think we feel the energy of that already in the environment. He says, he reminds us that we are, I love this, that we are tied together and in the single garment of destiny, caught in in an inescapable network of mutuality. And whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. There's no getting out of this. We are in this life together, and in the words of Al Giro, we're in this love together, because that's what this is. This is a call to love and behaving as if we love. He says, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. goes on to say in this, for some strange reason, I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. This is why forgiveness is essential. He says, this is the way God's universe is made. This is the way it is structured. And forgiveness is the key. Hmm. When I think about systemic racism that I call the twin pandemic to COVID-19 because it seems that systemic racism has permeated even this health pandemic. And when I think about the way that the fires are, the people are experiencing the devastation throughout the greater bay area i think about how important it is for us to consciously and intentionally be there for each other to stand with for by each other through whatever it is you know simon i mean um hmm, hmm. there's a there's a song that the The lyrics of which include, when the night has come and the land is dark, and the moon is the only light we see. No, I won't be afraid. What I know is that many are afraid. That this is a time when many are in deep, deep fear of the way that racism, systemic racism is showing up in the world, continues to show up in the world the way that COVID-19 is, is happening and the resources and, that aren't being applied and just the confusion around it and the way that we are not there for each other through this. And the fire certainly, I just want to remind us that how we stand makes a difference. And so I've asked Melanie Damore if she wouldn't sing, as a reminder to us how important it is for us to stand for, with, and by each other. Melanie.
2: has come.
3: Thank you, Melanie Demore. Indeed, we must stand by each other. And as Reverend Andriette pointed out, the work for all of us begins with changing our thinking, our consciousness, and that includes our consciousness about prosperity. Giving and receiving are part of the same spiritual dynamic, and that's why it's important for us to give. And at Heart and Soul Center of Light, we have several ways in which you can graciously give to this center. You can mail a check to Heart and Soul Center of Light, 1001 42nd Street, Suite 100, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give online at heartsoulcenter.org slash give. And you can text the word give to 510 Five hundred fifty-eight forty-nine. Whatever way you choose to give is absolutely right and perfect. But it's also important that we maintain the proper consciousness of prosperity, that being one of blessing and gratitude. And at Heart and Soul Center of Light, we honor this tradition of blessing our good before the gift is given, thereby establishing the intention for good that our gift will do in the world. So wherever you happen to be in the world, I invite you to take your gift in hand and place it over your heart, or maybe just place your hand over your heart, and let us engage our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world, because I know God as source, and so it is.
0: Thank you, Tammy Hall. Family, we are indeed in this love together, and I want to remind you about the ways to be engaged at heart and soul, beginning with our Year of Miracles review. It happens with our practitioners on Monday, so you can join us tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, heartsoulcenter.org. Our website is where you can find the information about signing up and being with us. Tammy Hall is live on Thursdays via Facebook Live from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time. Make sure that you spend time with our beloved Tammy Hall and make sure that you tip generously. Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Facebook, YouTube, and via podcast. We have Reverend Andriette's vlog, Point of Power, designed to give you a pop in your week. Make sure that you are watching, liking, and sharing our adult education ministry is presenting the Essential Ernest Holmes Class. This class is based on Science of Mind's Declaration of, Princi- Declaration of Principles, which is also called What We Believe. It's 10 Thursdays, beginning September 17th. The tuition is $295, and our beloved Reverend Jack Elliott is our teacher. You have to have a prerequisite le- a foundational level class as the prerequisite, so a foundations or spiritual principles and practices class, and this class is required for those who find themselves on the practitioner path. Visit our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash essentialearnest to sign up. Also, if you're thinking about becoming a member, Sign up for our virtual path to membership experience. Membership has its privileges. One of those things is that you get a discount on that essential earnest class. But also being part of a community where you're more deeply tied and steeped is always a good thing. Saturday, September 26th from 9 to 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Register and find out more information on our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash become a member. Our hosts of Imagining Justice, Valerie Joy and David, want to remind you that IJ returns on Wednesday, September 16th, and they want to remind you to envision, empower, and protect the vote. Make sure you check your status, that you're registered to vote, that you stay informed, and that you are an educated and responsible voter. And. Imagining Justice presents the urban, the second annual Urban Mindfulness Summit. We're inviting you to save the date October 24th and 25th. We have already confirmed a concert with Ricky Byers live, and so we're inviting you to save those dates. Registration is coming soon. About 10 minutes following prayer today, family. we Following service, we will have prayer. Prayer should always follow prayer. Um, and Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time, we invite you into the opportunity for prayer to absolutely change your life. Remember, family, we support Marcus Bookstores as well as Kingston 11. We want to ensure that we have our community still intact uh, once we are back to being out and about um, in the town. Marcus is celebrating their 60th anniversary. You can find out more on GoFundMe, on GoFundMe and kingston 11 is where you can find um, takeouts for some delicious Jamaican cuisine. The Pulse meets on at 1130 on Sundays, 1130 Pacific. You can send email to the Pulse at heartsoulcenter.org. And our Youth and Family Village is really looking for feedback around these videos uh, and we'll do, be doing some outreach to families. So if you are interested in connecting and maybe finding out or maybe lending additional ideas to how our Youth and Family Village during this online time can be more effective for your child or your family, please send email to yfv at heartsoulcenter.org and keep an eye out for an outreach um, from the team. What's happening? It seems to be going. And at this point, I would like to welcome back our beloved Reverend Andriette.
1: Thank you, Sonia. I wanna give a shout out to um, those folks who are joining us from outside of the Greater Bay Area, way outside of the Greater Bay Area from Haco, Costa Rica, Maui, Hawaii, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Denver, Colorado, Reno, Nevada, Los Angeles, Ohio, Detroit, Salvador, Brazil, Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, Jersey City, New Jersey, Philadelphia, PA, San Jose, Costa Rica, Auburn, California, Tucson, Arizona, and Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Thank you so much for being with us. I know you had so many options, even the folks locally. I just appreciate that you are here with us in your own way, standing by us. There's a, I wanna give a special Thanks to Melanie Damore because Melanie has her own catalog of her own music, beautifully written and performed. And she accommodated my request very specifically for these songs this morning. So I don't take that lightly and I am grateful. Thank you very much, Melanie. And I encourage you to, take. I know that we have posted for you so that you have her links to her material, but I encourage that you to take a look at what she's up to and uh, get some of her music. And likewise, our amazing Tammy Hall who just accommodates us as a member of Heart and Soul. We call upon phone, Tammy, all the time for all kind of good stuff. And I know you feel like you are a recipient of all that goodness, and so I'm grateful. I'm encouraging you to be with her on Thursdays and just check out her site and see what all you can get up to, not the least of which is contributing so that she can get busy with the next thing that's coming this notion of stand by me. I just want to begin. I'm going to take us through prayer and then we have a closing video for you that I wouldn't want you to miss. But I want to just begin with just this little bit of the lyric. If the sky that we look upon should tumble and fall or the mountain should crumble to the sea, what I know is that for many people it feels like that's what's happening now. Not literally, but in their life experience, it's impossible to separate out that that's but a metaphor because it feels like everything is falling apart. But then the next part of the lyric that Ben E. King sings is, I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear, not as long as you stand by me. And I wanted you to hear that, to hear Melanie sing those words so that you might be reminded that we have each other. And that as soon as we, from today's reading of Marian Williamson's A Year of Miracles, as soon as we are willing to release our negative self-concept... She says, I release, and I want you to use my voice to feel this being true in you. I release any self-concept that fails to appreciate the beauty of God within me. A negative self-perception serves no one. For hiding my own light from my eyes also blinds me to the light in others. I choose to see the light in beauty in everyone, including me. And so it is in this attitude of expanded awareness that I recognize that there is one life. It's the living one, it's the strong one. I am living the life. Of the living one, the strong one, the living one, the strong one is living me. And this is true for each and every one of us. There's not a one of us who is outside of this divine relationship of oneness. We are all living the life of the living one, the strong one. And simultaneously at the same time, the living one, the strong one is living life through each and every one of us. Knowing that, I know that I have no right to hold against me or anyone. Because in so doing, I am refusing to see, to accept, to engage the divine. The living one, the strong one in each and every one of us in all of our varied ways myriad ways that we are in the world. And so knowing this and feeling empowered in this awareness of truth, I know that something quite magnificent is unfolding, that there's a divine healing that is unfolding that I'm now aware of. And my awareness helps to call it forth. It helps me to see it more clearly that there is something in me, something in each and every one of us that is a call for healing, for the divine revelation of love, of the presence of the divine, to remove the guilt, the shame, the blame, the resistance, so that what we're left with in this moment is the realization of oneness of love, of joy, of peace, of harmony, of health and well-being. Oh, I speak this word that it clears away the fog so we're no longer distracted by how it used to be and what we thought was not possible. And we are instead living from the consciousness of miracles unfolding and manifesting every day in every way through everyone who is willing to transform their thinking in such a way that it can be, that they can be the place for the miracles required right now. Stand by me. Stand by me in knowing that there is yet something more and that it is in us, that there is a healing, a divine revelation, and it too is in us, that we are the hands, we are the arms, we are the hearts of the divine, we are the minds and the way, the smiles, the knowing eyes, the warm embrace. We are the ones, period, that we've been waiting for, that we hoped for, that we are the ones. So I just rejoice. I rejoice in our willingness, our willingness to stand by each other, our willingness to know something more, our willingness to release our negative self concept, our willingness to transmute the past into a new heaven and the manifestation of a new earth. Oh, I rejoice. It is an absolute perfect gratitude and thanksgiving for this divine transformation that is happening right now in me and in anyone who is willing to simply declare their willingness to be transformed to transmute the past into this now moment, fresh and unused and available for our imprint of love, of compassion, of caring, of acceptance, of inclusion. Oh, I know that this word is a powerful word, and I know that it cannot possibly return void. I know that it must produce in like kind, so I'm rejoicing. I'm rejoicing even as I drop it into the perfect activity of law, that I let it go, that I know that something magnificent is happening. That there's a divine realization that is transformative in and of itself. And I let it be. I seal it for all eternity by simply saying, I shake. Amen. 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 And so it is. Oh, there's something happening here. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. I'm going to let Billy Porter tell you about it, though. You don't want to miss this. There's something happening here.